0: Thank you for being here today on FutureSpeak. For organizations like yourself, where do you think the opportunity lies over the next few years? I see a lot of opportunity to help people, to help these organizations
1: really build
0: their brands. Thank you for being here today on FutureSpeak. As you know, we're here to talk about the future of work. And I'm really keen to hear from industry leaders, thought leaders, really inspirational people like you as to your thoughts. What do you think is going to work well and your role in this? So before we go any further, I'd love you to introduce yourself to everybody.
1: Thank you, Sam. I am grateful to be here. This is going to be a nice, great conversation. I'm looking forward to it. I love talking about the future of work I am Tiffany Castano and I'm CEO and founder of Suffer LLC, which is an HR consultancy based here in Pittsburgh. I support small to medium enterprises with building their infrastructures, their teams, their employer brands, and their cultures. And really, we do that in the vein of diversity, equity, inclusion, belonging, um, and in the spirit of the future of work in a very strategic manner. Sometimes I refer to myself as an
0: HR curator of culture, um, and I'm excited to be here and jump into this conversation today. And it's something that I think really epitomizes you is that HR curator, you know, that HR curator of culture and that HR curator of change. When you look at where we've come in, in the workplace over the last couple of years and where we're going to go over the next 10, what do you see as the opportunities out there for everybody?
1: Great question.
0: I, um, one
1: of the, the nicknames that I give myself also is, uh, the breaker of status quo. And so what I'm seeing is that we are starting to break through some of those previous activities or thought patterns, uh, work patterns, really, as we look to move toward the future of work. The future of work has become more adaptable, flexible. We've learned that people, you know, whether or not you like to call it the great resignation, People have learned as individuals in the human-centered workplace, this is what I want. This is what I don't want. And I'm going to move towards what excites me. People want to find purpose and meaning in their work. And I think that has always been the case. However, what I'm seeing is that my clients are focusing on it more. One of my clients always describes how they do their best work. And I find that for myself to just be such an inspiration because Work, uh, you've probably heard the saying that work isn't a place that we go to anymore. It's the how. Is there purpose? Is there meaning? Are we really planning for the future? Um, when COVID hit, people weren't prepared for that. And there was no contingency plan in a lot of cases. And so it's about building systems today that will
0: last tomorrow and remembering that there's always humans at the center of it. And the fact that we're seeing even some of our large corporates now saying, hey, we want you to come to work as your whole self. But very few people really understand what that means, both now and again, the implications for the workforce in general in the future, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. 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 People, you know,
1: every time, last night I was talking, I was having a conversation um, in a presentation I was doing, and we were talking about psychological safety and how people might view that as something fluffy, or what does that have to do with me? How's that going to help me lead my team? How does that bring me into the future of work, right? Um, and it absolutely does, because there is this this need to be able to show up as our whole selves. Because if I don't feel celebrated or appreciated, if I don't feel like I have a voice, if I don't feel like it's safe to learn and make mistakes um, and to challenge up the ladder, um, one of my favorite resources is Timothy R. Clark's uh, The Four Stages of Psychological Safety. And it talks about just those things. If we don't set that foundation for our teams, then it's not going to be good. We all want to be included. We all want to be able to show up as who we are and not put on this Instagram version of ourselves to come into the workplace. And, and we want to leave the workplace whole. We Part of my why is having people not be ruined from their work-life uh, experiences.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And we're seeing greater individuality in the workplace now. And again, long may that continue. We're also seeing, as you and I have discussed many a time, technology coming in more and more. And certain elements of technology are great, right? It means the clunky stuff, the heavy-duty paperwork can be done by a machine, if we put it bluntly, which enables us to really look after the people. Out of this... And we're hearing now, I mean, look at what Facebook have done. We've got Mm -hmm. the metaverse coming now. We're talking holograms, virtual reality, all of these things. And I read a great article last week, actually, that was saying the future of L&D, particularly in some of the larger organizations, will be in the metaverse as soon as 12 to 18 months on a regular basis. And it's going to be something that's just commonplace. What do you think about that?
1: I honestly have mixed feelings about it. I, I, I have the concern that we might lean on that too much and forget that these are actual humans. I think what like any change, uh, you talked about change before. That's a huge part of my world and a huge part of the future where there is no shortage of change. This last two years has taught us that um, it's not going anywhere So if you do it right, like any change, um, it it can be successful. I think that it will allow us to cross these global boundaries more so than we are today. I think that um, in spirit of collaboration that we've been uh, discussing, that it's going to be so much more impactful and so much more powerful and allow people to do more meaningful work. What I love about it, too, is that I think it will help um, strip down some of the biases that we see in the workplace. And I'm, I'm curious to, you know, continue watching this play out to see what that looks like. But I, I, I see that as a great stride potentially for us when we look
0: at things from the diversity, equity, inclusion, belonging lens. Do you know, you have just said something really profound, thank you, that I hadn't even thought about in terms of the biases that this will help us eliminate or minimize in areas like the metaverse. And I guess I was still coming from the aspect where, you know, the book Invisible Women, right, that had such an impact on so many of us as women that talked about the fact that search engines all those years ago were built by men and therefore they were geared toward and more for men um, mm-hmm. because of an unconscious bias. And I'm, I'm guessing that's, well, I'm hoping that we've learned the lesson a bit from this. And again, that's an opportunity. I hadn't really thought of that. I just thought of it now. Um, it wasn't something that that I really thought about
1: until you posed the question. And of course, I've heard of it. And I thought about, you know, how is this going to work? Is it going to replace, you know, what people are doing? Are people going to take things less seriously? Because if I'm a hologram and you don't see me, um, but then I thought, you know, But does that allow for people to truly see me, to see me for my skills and talents and and not focus on what I look like or what I um, possibly, right? Even what I sound like, does that help eliminate um, some of that bias? So um, I'm I'm now very
0: curious because now it's on my mind. (laughs) Yeah, me too. I hadn't even thought about that. Whole world of research will be done by me later. When we look at opportunity, you and I talk on a frequent basis, and I always love our conversations when we're talking about what, you know, what could be and where the opportunity Mm. lies. For organisations like yourself, which are growing and building your reputation, where do you think the opportunity lies over the next few years with the continued acceleration that we're seeing?
1: I really do. You know, you mentioned technology. I I think that we can't get around that. I frankly think that we should have embraced it uh, a lot sooner and a lot deeper. I'm I'm encouraged by seeing more clients move into that space, um, more people getting tools and systems. And um, you know, I think a lot of times when people think about HR, they think, okay, I have to hire somebody, or somebody's on their way out the door, uh, or maybe there's some other employee relations issue. But our role is really to help elevate. I sometimes also refer to myself as the HR light, to come in and shine in, to bring in those considerations. And I'm seeing a lot more people embrace HR in different ways as a true partner versus uh, tactical. And so that for me, and in, in my kind of HR uh, lane and sphere of influence and control, I see a lot of opportunity to help people, to help these organizations really build their brands i think we have to embrace the technology within that we have to have the tools and systems we have to continue to listen to employees and i've seen that be a great shift over the last two years frankly it's what's been growing uh suffer Um, it's it's really helped to grow my business because i'm able to help people they're focusing in on different things like maybe we didn't know as much about our teams as we thought we did maybe we should take a deliberate pause and try to understand what they need. And so that's been really cool too. I think, you know, in terms of collaboration, there's always, always a lot of opportunity to collaborate and to think about things creatively, to really be strategic. I I see a lot of people focusing more on uh, succession planning than in the past. And that's huge. When we look at our teams, how they're structured, a lot more organizational change and restructuring is going on too. Um, To really look at, do we have the right people in the right places? Are we giving role clarity and setting and managing expectations? Um, Are we managing performance so that we allow people to do their best work? And are we setting them up for success so that they can be successors? Um, Just such cool stuff going on and so many more opportunities that probably aren't even in my purview,
0: but I'm ready. (laughs) Exactly. And I read a profound statistic um, middle of last year and it stayed with me. And I'm excited to see what comes out of that in that they were saying 60% of the job roles we'll have in 2030 aren't here yet as of today. Mm -hmm. And certainly with the HR world, if you're thinking about it, five years, if you were to say director of wellness or a director of well-being, it wouldn't have been possible, right? So glad you brought that up, Sam. Thank you. Because when we look at
1: psychological safety, we look at people being able to be their authentic and whole selves at work. That involves um, making sure that we are practicing self-care as leaders so we're not burning out so that we can be the best we can to lead our teams as people leaders. It involves making sure that people have the right benefit structures in place so that they can take advantage of things like employee assistance programs. They can get the support that they need, that they feel like their leader um, has heard them. Well-being is total. It's total health. It's not just, you know, hey, I'm a great employer because I put out these benefits and perks. What else are you doing on the day-to-day basis to make sure that your team is heard and whole? Um, And so we're seeing such a shift in focus and an emphasis on that. And, And it's so important. I start my day out every day making sure that if it's five minutes that I have, time to myself before blazing into the day um, burnout is a is a huge topic right now because people especially my HR colleagues are burning out at rapid rates because we're just we're, we're tasked with things differently we're leading such uh in such challenging and often dark times mm-hmm. um and so we need some support too and some love in the HR in the
0: HR office absolutely and so the the commonality there seems to be the positive side is we're living in a world where there is, there are no rules. There's no rule book. I'm not saying we're in anarchy. I'm saying we're going through mm-hmm. such accelerated change. We're we're making the rules up as we go along. We're, we're learning. We're gaining our new knowledge as we go along. However, as a result of that, a lot of business leaders are still turning to their HR folk and they've gone from a point of, well, we've seen you as something that was operational and tactical to all of a sudden, well, hey, you tell us how we're going to do this. So absolutely, that burnout is something that's that's really prevalent and I suspect is going to be here for some time as we're all learning together the opportunity, obviously, as people like um, Barbie Winterbottom and Tracy Sponenberger are are really championing, championing, can't say the word, the fact that actually HR really is at the forefront of this change and technology is here to support the human aspect of this.
1: Yes. Yep. Very well stated. I I would agree. And I know that they are both... Um, huge champions for humans and looking at how we do the work, right? Not where we do it. And really supporting and advocating for not only uh, the employees in the workplace and, and helping to support leaders, but the future work and, and how we do the work and really being at the forefront of thinking creatively and, and having innovation around how we how we do that and, and how the mindset, there's a
0: mindset with the future of work in how, uh, in how we do it. Absolutely. And that mindset is pivotal, isn't it? Interestingly, I was having lunch today with a friend and we were talking about mindset and actually everyone... A lot of people around us, not everyone, because not everyone's the same, but a lot of people around us are really taking ownership of the stage we're in. And it's almost as if we've been... Complacent's the wrong word, because we've all worked hard, and I don't mean that. Um, But we're taking greater ownership of our lives and our destinies, whether we are working in a large corporate or whether... We're fortunate to be running our own businesses. There seems to be a greater positivity around, and I'm excited to see where that leads us.
1: I think I'm very energy focused, and I am always grateful when we can chat because it brings such energy to my day and it's just such an inspiration. And I know that we share values. I think that that's one of the things that is here to stay for the future of work too, and the organizations who embrace their values. I think that that's going to really move us forward. And so I'm I'm very inspired by what's
0: what's to come. Absolutely. And from what you're seeing out there, what what are you more cautious about? You've talked about burnout and that's the forefront of a lot of our minds right now. But are there other aspects that you are slightly more concerned about when you look at the future of work? It's
1: certainly uh, diversity, equity, inclusion and belonging. How to how to help people understand that we shouldn't be prescriptive or performative about it. And and we're getting there. Great strides have been made. I don't want to uh, imply that there haven't. I'm, I'm cautious about making sure that there's action behind that. So whether it's our DEIB efforts, whether it's an org restructure, I one of the things that I would caution people about is communication, because we know that as much as we think we've communicated and as effectively as we think we've communicated, not everyone always sees it that way, right? Um, not everyone always feels that. And so really honing in on messaging. And I would say, um, I do have concern over change fatigue. I've been having a lot of conversations with my clients out in the community, um, on the boards I sit on, and, and just different things related to how much change there's been out there. If you just look at covid And that pandemic era alone that we've been in, that's a whole lot of change in and of itself. And as you stated, we are making the rule book as we go along. So um, I am cautious and concerned if people don't have a playbook for that. We're not gonna know it all. We're figuring it out as we go. As a small business owner, um, myself, uh, in a business that's not quite two years old, I get it. And so I'm right there alongside with people, but making sure that we manage that and that when we manage change, you do it there's an order of operations to it they make sure that you communicate it well um and just the people right like i'm always concerned to make sure that people have a voice in the workplace and so i continue to advocate for that um and to to challenge my my leaders that i support as well um and myself to make sure that we stay on the right path and
0: and never forget that people are why we're in business yeah So true. And someone made a really interesting point to me yesterday, and it was about the whole communication piece. And again, it was really insightful because they said feedback from a lot of companies right now is uh, we want to your point. We want to know more. We want better communication. And unfortunately, what's happened in more recent times is companies have communicated more, not Better, Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: so that needs to improve. I think.
1: Yes, fair, fair. I, you know, it's it's a struggle because I I work with leaders day in and day out, obviously, and they'll say, "But we did communicate it." Um, But there's, you know. We have to let go of our egos and we have to truly hear, if we can set that aside, then we are able to truly hear what our, what our folks are saying to us because we're clearing the noise and we're saying, I hear you. I understand you help me understand and getting curious. I talk about this with one of my clients a lot, getting curious about what's going on and root causing. i love to root cause stuff. <laughs> root causing that is really going to take us forward and, and know how we can
0: do better. We can always do better. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if there were two to three takeaways you'd want people to leave with um, from our conversation today when we're looking at that future of work, what would be the takeaways that you'd like them to, to leave with? Definitely to give
1: grace and space and, and honor the, the space in, at which your employees come into the workplace because we can't do any of this without them. So keeping that focus, remaining agile, being able to flex and adapt and, and move out of our own way, and not think that we that we know it all in, in that openness to learn. And I would say, Technology and embracing technology because that is the future of work. It doesn't mean you have to go out and spend a bunch of bells and whistles and get every bells and whistle. But if you do have tech now, making sure that you're being responsible with that and that you're using all of the the features that you're you're paying for, so that you can tell when it may be time to upgrade because that piece is not going away. So if you haven't embraced
0: technology, it's time it's time to get started on that now too. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Tiffany, big question coming up for you now. <laughs> if you could take just one thing to a desert island, what would it be?
1: It'd have to be music because I cannot live without my music. I listen to just about every genre of music and that music is a life for me. So put on a desert
0: island with my music and I am golden. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Tiffany, I want to thank you as ever for a fabulous conversation, for your insight. You always talk about good grace, but you always come onto to our conversations with such good grace. So it's just been such a pleasure to see you. Um, thank you for your time and we'll catch up soon. We will.
1: I look forward to it. Thank you so much. What a great conversation as always, Sam. Take care.
0: Thank you for listening to Future Speak today. For more of our content, please do head over to our YouTube channel and you can watch and listen to more of our content there.